Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the production podcast. Today we speak with Eric Bailey Jr., actor, singer, and director about his life in the entertainment industry growing up in Los Angeles, his short film, and what advice he has for people aspiring to work behind the scenes. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome to another episode of the production podcast. Today I'm speaking with Eric Bailey Jr. Eric, thank you so much for being here today and taking time to speak to me. Um, Can you just introduce yourself, tell us a little bit about you and what you do in the film industry? Yeah, oh man. Um, Well, Eric Bailey Jr., uh, most of my friends call me EBJ. Um, I'm actually uh, one of the rare people in the entertainment industry that grew up in LA. Um, so entertainment has always kind of surrounded me. My mom, uh, was an actress, uh, on TV in the eighties and did a lot of theater. My dad's a musician. Um, and you know, so naturally I grew up performing as well. Um, yeah, went to school for theater and for music and, uh, you know, kind of took some time away from entertainment for a few years to figure out life as, you know, we all do in our twenties and, uh, recently over the last couple of years have just kind of jumped back in full-fledged. Wow, that's so cool. I mean, it must have been so nice to just grow up seeing your parents both as performers, and I'm sure that really inspired you. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how long have you been in the industry? You said you took a little break and then got back into it? Yeah, so um, I guess on the stage side, uh, I've been acting since I was nine, Uh trained classical vocalist. Um, Wow. And then in college, I kind of got my feet wet with uh, film, uh, doing some voice acting, uh, acting in a couple of short films and, um, you know, running around with the camera recording really horrible short films. (laughs) 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 Love it. And then uh, at some uh, after school, I I moved out to Atlanta, um, kind of on a whim. And I started doing background acting kind of full time out there and did that for about a year. Um, Came back home to L.A. and kind of got my SAG eligibility uh, within a month of moving back. And I tell people I kind of cheated the process (laughs) um, because it was the year. So 2016, the year that SAG-AFTRA merged um, and, you know, became one union and uh, it was one of those like really hot days in LA, like 112 degrees. Parents oh man! See, and one of my friends texted me and was like, "Hey man, I need you at a recording studio at four o'clock." I was like, "Oh my god, yes, I'm dying. It's hot. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> an air conditioned recording studio. I will take it." Um, and so I went, and we were there for maybe two, three hours, but sang for like 45 minutes, just uh, a group of us doing some backing vocals on. Um, uh, an album. Uh, I, I don't know that I've ever listened to this artist, but Mikey Mike. Okay. <laughs> and so uh, doing backing vocals on his album and I had no idea I was getting paid. No idea it was a union job. Wow. Um, you no, know, my friend was like, Hey, I need you. And um, so after we're done, you know, we're signing all this paperwork and I'm like, Oh, maybe I'll get like 150 bucks or something. Uh, a couple weeks later, got a really nice check in the mail. And three days after that, um, got a letter from SAG after saying I was eligible. And I was like, oh, man. Oh, that's awesome. Like, so many people do all this work to get this. And yeah, 
That's amazing. Didn't have to work that hard. (laughs) That's so great. Oh my goodness. That must have been such a fun and welcome surprise to just get that in the mail. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Not expecting that at all. So it was really cool. That is super cool. Um, I, if I'm understanding correctly, you have produced a short film. Can you tell us a little bit about that and like the production process behind it? Yeah, yeah. So um, my most recent short film uh, was Hope Secured. We shot that in November of 2020. Um, so, you know, midst of the pandemic. And yeah. um, that, man, the way that came together was kind of a a god thing um i was actually running a performing arts program at a private school that um didn't really make it through the pandemic unfortunately Mm -hmm. and uh had just gotten married and uh so you know my wife and i were kind of stressed out about what to do when the school said job anymore and my wife she's amazing um she was just like you know you've been in and out of the industry all these years and you know you're so talented and so passionate so go and, you know, live the dream, do what you need to do to, you know, get where you want to be and we'll be okay. Um, And she was working full time as well. And, you know, she just supported me and was like, hey, we'll be fine. We'll figure it out. Um, But it's time for you to stop, you know, doing all these other jobs Mm -hmm. that you're not passionate about and go do what you know that you're called to do. I said, okay, well, I've been directing theater for a few years and you know, really wanting to direct film and, and just, you know, get in on the production side of that. So what does that look like? Um, and I uh, hit up a friend who's a spoken word artist. And I said, hey, um, I need a director's reel. And I, you know, want to make a short film. Um, can I do it with one of your poems? Like, you, you've got amazing poems. I'd love to, to you know, do that and help yeah. you. She's an actress. And, you know, I was like, you, you'll star in it. And I had... Uh, I think my original vision was just kind of like, you know, a really cool video of her just performing the piece. Sure. And she she says she sent me a few different poems, but only one got to me. And I read it and I was like, oh, my God, I love this. And um, I just started having this whole, uh, I call it a creative burst. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just sat down and just started writing all these things. And so I ended up uh, turning the poem into a screenplay and created all these characters from it, but really wanted to keep it um, in the spoken word format. Um, And so, you know, I I don't know if you know, but spoken word is, is such a, it's a, it's a really special and and big piece of the black culture. And um, so I wanted to kind of play with that a bit um, with, you know, me being a black creator and my friend, black poet and, um, you know, just wanting people to feel um, like when they were watching, you know, they were in a coffee shop or in a supper club or something listening to a spoken word, you know, perform this piece. And so uh, I hit up another friend who's a documentary filmmaker and you're the only, you know, person I know right now. Um, <laughs> who this. Do you want to be a part of it? He jumped on board and, you know, us collaborating um, you know, made it become an even bigger thing. And I was like, oh man, I need actors. So I reached out to a bunch of other actor friends. And next thing I knew, I had uh, 10, 10 actors and a whole camera department. Oh, that's um, awesome. Uh, 
a kid, actually, a 17 year old from my church ended up scoring the piece. Um, so original composition for the piece. Um, and my sister-in-law did like the hair and makeup and, you know, it just all kept coming together. How and fun. I think we were all at this point where it's like, man, we've been like sitting on our butts for six, seven months, not able to go out, you know, most of us not working and, you know, just wanting to be creative and do something in the midst of the shutdown. And so everyone involved was just like, oh my God, yes, I'd love to be a part of this. Let's do it. And um, yeah, we we, sh we filmed it in a week, uh, the post-production process, because there were like two or three of us doing it, took a few months. Um, but once we got it finished, we started submitting to festivals. Uh, we ended up winning first place at the Liftoff Sessions Festival based out of London. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, placed second in uh, a Christian international film festival out of West Africa and, um, you know, got into some other festivals and have been nominated for awards as well, which I was not expecting, but it was really cool, um, you know, yeah. to, to do that and to just remember the words of my wife just saying, you know, you have this talent, you have this passion, go and do it. Um, and, Absolutely. you know, to, to really be at this place where it's like, man, I may not be making a ton of money right now on this film or anything like that, but like I created something, you know, I, I got friends together and we made something beautiful and, and powerful. And the process was, I mean, like I said, it was, it was a God thing, how it all came together. It was just seamless. Wow. I mean, that is so cool. Just the whole experience of the short film and the awards and nominations by itself is amazing, but it just must be such an added layer of, spectacularness that you got to do this with all of your loved ones and friends and people yeah. that you knew personally and what a fun yeah. experience to share with all of them yeah. um, that's really really cool what is the part of production or acting or singing that you like the most and the least is there a single thing for either one of those categories that you're like oh I love this it's what gets me up in the morning and then another thing that you're like meh I could do without that <laughs> <laughs> no. um, I think I don't like how long the process is and how uncertain things are when mm. it comes to making a film. It's like you make all of these plans um, and you think you have everything laid out and it's like someone can get sick and, you know, you've got to figure that out. We actually, with Hope Secured, booked um, an actress for a role and the week that we were supposed to start filming, um, she tested positive for COVID. Oh, and, no. Amen. Okay. And this is before the vaccine and all of that. So it was like, okay, well, I'm sorry. We, we got to do this this week. So right. luckily I had another friend who was able to come in and step into that. But, you know, that that uncertainty of just like, Amen, what do we do? We have to be so flexible and things aren't just going exactly the way that I want them to go is really challenging. Um, but also a growing piece because I, you know, realized, okay, I need to let go of that, that, uh, control a bit <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah and I think the part that I love the most is twofold I think I love having a finished product as a director just something um that I can look at and say like man I did that um but as a performer I love just you know either being whether it be on stage you know singing doing musical theater or you know, in the studio doing voice acting or whatever it is. I just love being able to perform and play with characters and, you know, use my talents. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is, it's so cool too, that you've had so many different experiences in the industry that it seems like almost you have knowledge on, on almost every area of it. You've directed, you've sang, you've done voice acting, you've done stage acting. And that's such an amazing skill set to be able to accomplish all of those things. Um, that's, that's really, really cool. But I certainly understand not liking the uncertainty so much. I don't know of any other industry that has as much uncertainty as the film industry or entertainment just as a whole. Um, yeah, so- I, yeah, it's, uh, I'm actually PAing right now, production assistant, um, on a, on a network TV show and just having that job and being able to observe all of the different departments and the things that they deal with every day. And even, you know, kind of being in the, I guess, in close contact with all of the people, you know, who run the production and make all the decisions and things. It's like every day there's something new um, that the coordinators and the assistant directors and, you know, everyone are dealing with to make sure that things come together. And it's like, man, this industry is literally just built on being flexible. Yeah, that's the that's a great way to put it. It is built on being flexible, definitely. So when you're directing, maybe let's talk about a day when you were directing your short film over that period of a week. Can you walk us through like what a typical work day looked like for you? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wake up early um, and, you know, immediately go to my phone or my computer and making sure that I don't have any emails or text messages. Yeah. Um, But yeah, we kind of, we kind of did guerrilla filming. um, So there was a lot of kind of scoping locations before and hoping and praying that we could use those locations and not get kicked out. Mm. (laughs) Uh, For example, uh, one day we were filming, we were filming down in the arts district and kind of got up that day, picked up my, uh, sister-in-law who's doing our hair and makeup and you know we went down and met up with everybody and it's like all right this is you know talking to my dp this this is what i want this scene to look like um this is what needs to happen here there etc um you know let's let's go ask this this restaurant if we can film in front of their their storefront and you know get the okay and we start shooting and then an hour later someone else comes out from the restaurant is like Hey, you can't be here. And we're like, oh well, no! Someone told us we could be here. You know, yeah. disturbing anybody, not using any tables. There's no lunch rush. You know, literally no one's here. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're like, can we just have ten more minutes to finish this up? And he's like, fine. You know, this is why I hate film because blah blah blah. And he stands there watching us the entire time. You know, kind of making us feel awkward. And it's yeah, like, yeah, definitely. We've got to finish this film. So what's around the corner? Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. Kind of on the on the fly, just thinking of like, all right, well, I've got to I've got to put out this fire. I've got to solve this problem. I've got, you know, 11 people here with me. We've got all this equipment and now we're being displaced. And granted, you know, we're filming in L.A. where film permits are a whole thing. And everybody either hates film or tries to charge you a ton of money to use. Oh, I'm sure. The wall. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, putting out that fire and, you know, working working in those conditions is definitely uh, an interesting experience. But um, on the other side, you know, being able to watch the actors and actresses um, just come together to, um, you know, make make the piece uh, 
come together, mm-hmm. you know, was like the joy of every day. It's like, man, like we finished this scene and it was so good. Or, you know, taking the time to say, all right, we got a few extra minutes. Maybe we can, you know, try something else, try something new just in case, just to have, um, you know, that we may want to plug in later. Um, and even, you know, being able to give the actors, you know, opportunity to try their own thing and voice their own um, opinions about what they think would work or wouldn't work, um, you know, was such a big part of the process as well. Uh, and at the end of the day, you know, after wrapping up and throwing all our equipment in the car, coming home and uh, having to put out a call sheet for the next day and plan for the next day, um, you know, also kind of took a, a few hours as well. I think when you're doing a short film, an indie film, as opposed to, you know, a big budgeted production, you know, you're kind of doing everything yourself. Right. So you learn, I learned how to be, you know, the AD department, the production coordinator, um, the financing producer, and, you know, all wearing all of these hats, um, because I didn't have anyone else to do all of those things. Um, So I would say a typical day was pretty pretty busy, always on the computer, you know, when I wasn't on set, always on my phone, when I wasn't on set or, you know, working with the actors. Yeah. And I'm sure that, yeah, as hectic as it is and as many unforeseen challenges and trying to find locations and people getting sick, it must just be even more gratifying because of overcoming all those hurdles to see the finished product and to have it, you know, gain so much recognition. That's just really cool. Um, Do you have any advice for people aspiring to work behind the scenes or just be in the film industry in general? Do you have any words of wisdom? Yeah. Um, first, I would say just do it. You know, it's uh, I think a lot of us are afraid that the money won't come or, you know, that will be failures or that our work is not good. And, you know, honestly, just do it. I look at the things that I was making back in college and Honestly, they were horrible. (laughs) Um, But I look at how much I've grown over the years and what I've learned and what I can apply. And honestly, it took me losing my job to just go out and finally do it and not care about, you know, the comfort or anything. And it's I'm not rich. I'm not, you know, winning an Oscar award yet. It's only been a couple of years, but, um, (laughs) you know, I'm 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 doing it. And so. I would say just do it. I think the other thing is to really build relationship with people. Um, I'm not a fan of the word networking um, or, you know, even the act of networking, Mm -hmm. um, but building relationship with people and, you know, showing people what you're capable of, showing them how passionate you are. um, You know, people will see that and they'll want to work with you. They'll want to be a part of whatever it is you're doing, they'll believe in you um, when they know you and when they see your heart. Um, yeah. And you have the talent to, to accompany that. Oh, wow. Those are great, great advice. And I'm sure that all of our listeners will definitely glean that wisdom because it is, it does seem like it takes such what's the word motivation and just determination because there are so many unforeseen obstacles in the film industry that you really have to have some resilience, some serious level of resilience to keep going after it and keep following your passion. But Eric, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be here with me today. I really appreciate it. And we hope to have you back on the podcast again in the future. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me.
We want to connect with you. Please find us on Instagram at production underscore magazine or email us podcast at productionmagazineonline.com. Magazine to launch soon. Stay tuned.